What's going on, guys? Um, thank you for all the support regarding the Invincibles. You guys have been asking when the new episode is, where the new episode is. We just released, we just, excuse me, recorded the new episode, I want to say like 30 minutes ago. It is by far the darkest and the most serious episode we've ever recorded. Um, and not dark in terms, like we still laugh and joke and stuff, but just the topics, right? So we're talking about Invincible. Um, specifically, there is a very dark event that happens in the show that we cover and we kind of tie it to representation and mental health and things like that. And we also talked about, you know, Marvel Spider-Man 2 potentially being uh, delayed because people want Insomniac to remove gay representation from the game. So a lot of social justice themes, a lot of emotions, um, but like always me and Ali, we're always going to speak up for what's right, so tune in. Hello, hello everybody. It's been a while, but we're back. What is going on? Hopefully everybody is... uh, you know, healthy, happy, ready to listen to this podcast. Before we get started, as always, please donate to the uh, WGA and SWA strike. Excuse me, I can't talk. <laughs> WGA strikers and the writers. It is the hottest point in human history currently right now. And they are out in Los Angeles picketing, striking, and a lot of the executives refuse to give writers the pay that they deserve. So, I just wanted to take the time here really quickly to please donate to them and support them and uh, do not give up on your dreams to be a writer. Nobody said it would be easy, but nobody said to give up either. So go ahead and support. But with that being said, you know who I am. I'm Zen. I'm Ollie. And we are the Invincible. And today we're actually going to be talking about Invincible. Yes. But admittedly, I don't know nearly as Yeah, let's see it. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. I I love Invincible is probably one of my favorite comic books of all time. It's definitely above even a lot of the the classic Marvel runs of like Mm -hmm. Jam Dimitis, in my opinion. But admittedly, I'm a newbie Invincible fan. I don't know much outside of I've read up until Anissa, and I'm not going to spoil. Uh, for those who don't know who Anissa is and that buggy situation, <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, uh, I'm I'm gonna have Ollie educate us and just talk about season two and and okay. I have some interesting questions about the character arcs of Nolan and Mark and just you know deep diving in Invincible and then later on we're gonna be talking about Spider Man because there are some rumors that we might see our friendly neighborhood Spider Man in Invincible. More on that from Ollie. And um, we're going to finish off the show with the potential new with the news that potentially Marvel Spider-Man 2 is going to be delayed uh, because Saudi, China, most of the Middle East, a lot of um, uh, Asian countries are uh, threatening to boycott Marvel Spider-Man 2 because of LGBTQ characters and uh, representation. And and the game, obviously, we're not in a society yet where you can have it as a story arc, but even just minor representation, that's enough for everybody to be crying about it. So we're going to be talking about that. But uh, without further ado, man, Ali, I just wanted to ask you about Invincible, man. We saw mm-hmm. season one. You've also read the entire comic book run. Um, what? what? Yeah, yeah, right. So, like, I guess what I'm saying is going into season two, we know in season one that Nolan left Earth. Mark is in a very dark, depressing space. Debbie is in a very dark, depressing space to the point where she started drinking now. Um, We know what's going to happen from the comic book, obviously, but what should we expect in season two? I think... uh, Not not necessarily, like, events, but, like, in terms of, like, the characters we love. Where -hmm. are they going to go, if that makes sense? So, I've got a couple friends who got into Invincible through the show like I did, but didn't pick up the comic and are just fans of the show. And I've I've talked to them a bit about their predictions for season two, especially after seeing the trailer. And if that's the general, if what they think is going to happen is the general consensus between fans just of the show, then I think people are um, maybe underestimating, maybe... uh, I, th- I think 
people are going to be surprised by what happens. Um, a common theme is people think Omni-Man's going to return, but the effect that's going to have on Mark, um, I don't think, if it happens the way I think it's going to happen. Oh, do I go into... Um, Just do it. It's struggling without spoilers. Should I? Okay. Is, spoiler yeah, warning. Spoilers. Spoiler warning. There's a there's an arc in the comics where okay I'll do the long winded version. Science dog or seance dog, um, as it is in the show, appears to Mark, and then it turns out to be some like bug type thing, and he goes to that planet. I think it's Thraxia. I think it's called. And turns out on this planet with all these bugs, um, Mark, uh, sorry, Nolan is there and he's had a child with one of these bugs. And that's like the big moment where he returns. And I think the season two might end on that okay. because we already know they're getting a season three. So they, they can sort of, they don't need to bring him back for the majority of season two. So the fact he's coming in at the end means that we won't, see sort of his and Mark's relationship sort of develop very much in this season but we'll see Mark dealing with knowing his dad is a villain and the whole world knowing that Omni-Man is his dad and well knowing that he's Invincible's dad not Mark Grayson's dad but um Mm -hmm. and dealing with that dealing that with the fact that he's going to outlive everyone that he loves and sort of going through the motions of, oh, is is that who I'm supposed to be? Um, you know, am I? How can I be a good guy when I'm when I'm bred to be sort of this person who takes over planets and things like that? Um, and we'll also see Mark's uh, probably biggest enemy is arch nemesis we'll see him come into the mix angstrom levy angstrom levy however you say it and um that is kind of how i'm sorry i've gone on a massive tangent here no it's Um, good though it's good and that sort of ties into what you briefly mentioned about spider-man as well but um angstrom levy he out out of all the invincible villains including Thrag, I'd say none of them have as much in, of an impact as Mark on Mark as a person than Angstrom Levy. Um, even Conquest, I'd say even Conquest. Ooh, why is that? Real quick, why, why is that? Why is that? Why, why do you have Angstrom Levy over Conquest? Um, because of maybe without Angstrom Levy, I don't know if. Mark and Eve if their relationship would have been the same because Mark getting sent to that dimension that alternate dimension where it's like you know a desert wasteland that really was a catalyst for him telling Eve that he loved her and he wouldn't have ended up there without Mm. Angstrom Levy and it really made Mark, the the whole situation with uh, Eve and um their child's life being in danger. That that whole situation as well later on that um, that really changed something in Mark. That made him think. That made him put his family first before anything else, mm. and it gave him just that that instinct to to go that little bit further, and it gave him that bit more power, which eventually helped him defeat Conquest. You know. Right. Sorry, that's that's spoiling a bit. Sorry, that's spoiling. <laughs> yeah. uh, so no, it's all good. Um, I mean, I figured. I mean, yeah. Well, to, to, to those who to those who are kind of confused, I I've read Invincible. I've gotten. I'm going into Compendium Two. I have Compendium One here right now. Um, and but I don't know a lot of the ins and outs of like because I haven't read the entire saga like all mm-hmm. of you have. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I mean, obviously, if Invincible died fighting Conquest, then we're not going to get season three. So yeah, it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. Um, uh, but... And I'll touch on the Spider-Man thing for a sec. So Josh Keaton's on the cast. Yes. Probably the best. Would you say he's the best Spider-Man voice actor? 
He's maybe the most well-known. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. He's, he's probably my personal favourite, anyway. And this isn't just like a fan theory because he's on the cast. In the comic, during all the multiverse stuff with Angstrom Lee, I, did, I just thought I didn't even explain Angstrom Lee's powers. He, he can open up portals to different dimensions. Um, okay. And basically, there's this portal opens up, Invincible goes through it, and in the comic, you see like a web and you see like a Doc Ock's tentacle. Arms. And it, yeah. And then it just hints. Let me actually pull it up. Yes. And I've got the, the crossover comic somewhere. I think it's Marvel Team Up number 14. Um, they It's a Invincible and Spider-Man together in, in a, like a one-off comic. Um, so, and Spider-Man... Invincible spends a whole day in Spider-Man's universe and there's a joke about <laughs> about the Spider-Man's name and how Mark thinks it's like a shit name and stuff like that. So <laughs> and that that the t- the timeline the sort of where that takes place that's pro- that that'll happen in this season. So it's now Josh Keaton's confirmed to be voicing somebody. That's going to happen and Amazon have got a deal with Sony for like TV rights to Spider-Man, so I'm 99% sure we're going to get at least a cameo from Spider-Man. Don't know what version of Spider-Man. Um, so, if it's Spectacular yeah, those, Spider-Man, that'd be amazing. Yeah, and so for those who... Uh, I'm going to have it here. So yes. Angstrom, yeah, Angstrom Levy, he's like, you know, being a bad guy, blah, blah, blah. So Mark tries to, you know, Roman Reigns spear him and... uh Instead, he has teleported here. Let me. Uh, he has teleported to. Uh, you guys can't see. Uh, right there. Zoom in. Pause it. Whatever. That's a portal. Doc Ock arms. Spider Man's hand. Whoa. So mm-hmm. this is in canon. This is in universe. This is not just cameo fest. Mark Grayson and Peter Parker actually know each other. They're they're they're. I wouldn't say they're boys, but they're acquaintances. Yeah. Um, yeah, from the multiverse. So he could actually show up. Spider-Man could actually show up for like five seconds in Invincible mm-hmm. Season 2. Um, but going back to Angstrom Levy, um, how does Angstrom Levy differ in the show than in the comic in your uh, estimation? Oh. Or does he need to? Uh, I think I wouldn't change much. So I think he, he's he's a perfect villain. Um, and uh, I don't know. I hope I hope they don't change it too much. But but then again, a lot of the stuff, maybe most of the stuff they have changed from the comic in season one, they did improve on most of it. So if they do change it, I've got faith that it'll be good. But um, what I do with season two is maybe begin the season just begins episode one focusing like looking at angstrom levy the whole experiment you know his head gets massive and stuff like that um you know to start it off and do things maybe in a different order from the comic because you know um each as we were saying before we start recording each comic's its sort of own individual adventure sometimes and then you know, obviously there's arcs and stuff like that, but it's they can very play... episodic. Yes, 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 and they can play around with the order of the events for the show, you know, to fit sort of what what story they want to tell. But I wouldn't change the character that much, because um, mm. I think I think he's an incredible villain. Um, I am very, very, very excited for Angus Levy. So, all right, so then let's you know address the fact that. Most people who are introduced to superheroes, who are introduced to comic books, is through Marvel and DC, okay? Mm-hmm. And Invincible kind of came onto the scene in terms of, you know, general audiences, not superhero fans, not comic book fans, but general audiences through the show. But I would argue that Spider-Man and Invincible's crossover in the early 2000s was necessary because it validated third-party comics. Mm-hmm. You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Because now people don't look at, you know, image comics or anything like that as like, 
the B tier storyline. No, like Mark Grayson and Spider Man literally had a like a collab, and Invincible held his own. And mm-hmm. like, I, and I'm a huge Spider Man fan, but just objectively, I feel like Invincible would win in a fight. Yeah, and just objectively, yeah. he 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 beats Peter. So, I guess what I'm saying is, I don't think they need to do a crazy cameo with Spider Man. Because the reason why that was done in the comics, quite frankly, in my opinion, was to get more eyes on Invincible. Mm-hmm. And through Spider-Man, you validate that IP. Because it's like, if you like Spider-Man, you like this character, oh, I'm going to check it out. So it's a business model. You don't need to do that here. So I wouldn't be surprised, fanboys. I wouldn't be surprised if Spider-Man isn't in the show, like in a crazy Luke Skywalker Mandalorian season two type of deal. Like it wouldn't fit thematically. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. one thing that I feel like does fit thematically in Invincible is the family dynamic. And specifically, I really want to see the 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 relationship between Debbie and Mark kind of get, you know, I don't want to say twisted because I, I don't love like our characters in pain. But I really do want to see the show tackle deep themes of like, you know, loss, trauma, you know, like drinking. So like, you know, substances mm-hmm. abuse. How deep into those themes do you think the show is going to go and it doesn't need to i think because the comic did quite quite well yeah the comic did it extremely well and it tackles some very dark themes later on as as you know and as the comic readers know um so i think it has to and i think season one even though parts of it were very serious and obviously the final episode very very graphic it was still mostly quite fun mm-hmm. if you get what i mean um yeah. there was a spirit to it yeah because like you know he's a teenager he's you know he's just become a superhero there's still that sort of novelty about it for mark which i've which translated you know to people watching it um made them find it quite fun and i think it does need to just go that bit that little bit darker in this one to show everyone even though this is you know a very fun comic it's a funny comic uh it's a funny character it does go to some insane places mm. um and especially with what will come in season three and after they need to set the tone for that now mm. um and they can afford to because they've already got season three confirmed mm. And yes. also, I believe the voice acting's already done for season three, so there shouldn't be that much long of a wait between two and three. I, I really hope so, but I, you know, I, I we all support, you know, the, the writers and stuff and whatever mm. they need to do to get their money, do it. So if that means there's a delay, then I'm all for it. Oh, um, yeah. Especially, you know, just being, you know, <laughs> ethical. Um, but, you know, you, you brought up an interesting question, Ollie, um, or an interesting point. The show goes very dark. Um, can we talk about or should we talk about that scene specifically with Mark? And I called the bug lady Anissa. That's not her name, is it? No, uh, Anissa is the Viltrumite. The Viltrumite. Yeah. Sorry, guys. So if you, you know, I'm sorry. I said it. I put a disclaimer at the beginning. I'm not a huge missile fan, but I, I do love Invincible and I want to get more mm-hmm. into it. I'm still learning, guys. Still learning. Okay. But um, should we? You think that's a good idea? Let's talk about Anissa and Mark. Yeah, let's talk about it. I'll um, okay. I'll just find out exactly what issue of the comic that's in, so people can can read it for themselves as well to get their own. Yeah. Um, and we opinion. won't be we uh, obviously like we won't be showing like visuals of those panels. You guys can mm-hmm. search that up on the internet. Um, but for those who are confused and kind of you know like why are they so serious now? So Invincible covers, uh you know, a lot of dark themes such as violence, betrayal, drug overdose, uh, drug abuse, excuse me. Uh, but one of them is also sexual assault. Um, and so, you know, trigger warning, just, uh, you know, if we want to respect you guys here, um, Mark Grayson, and spoiler warning, Mark Grayson is raped by a female Viltramite named Anissa. Um, and so she literally pins him down and is like, we are going to sleep together. Mark makes it adamantly clear he doesn't want it, and she takes advantage of him, uh, overpowers him. Now, mm-hmm. you know, and that's really the the main point of it. Now, you've read Invincible, 
there are some critics and by some i'm not talking internet i'm talking like people at work who don't really know what they're talking about um they say that this is like glamorizing rape this is like you know making a mockery Mm. of it making a mockery of mark grayson as a character i haven't gotten that far into the comic book arc so i'm also curious and i want to ask you too what purpose i guess did that serve could there have been Uh, other events that could have happened to mark that would have done the same thing I, i guess what i'm saying is was that scene necessary um that's that is a tough question um was it necessary i think it it was it was maybe more of a an important scene in terms of character development for anissa more than it was for mark in a way because obviously she does that to him but then later on in in the in the comic um so this is getting into spoiler territory mm-hmm. uh there to fully explain this, I might have to spoil a bit for you. Is that okay? That's fine. Yeah, okay. go ahead, bro. Yeah. So that basically, Anissa got pregnant from that. Okay. And had a kid, but like, uh, basically, Mark ends up adopting that kid because Anissa dies later on. Good. But, so okay. yeah, he he adopts the child, which was the product of him being raped, which. Um, that you know obviously shows that Mark how why Mark deserves to be sort of um, you know that looks upon as like the hero that he is because you know it takes a lot to be able to, to do that but for Anissa bef- like before she dies her and Mark you know sort of Mark ends up kind of forgiving her because all she's known is, um, you know, Viltrumites need to take over all these planets to create the Viltrum Empire. She was, uh, even though she did that to him, ah, uh, this is it's such a tricky subject. It's philosophical, bro, but let's do it. Let's just, you know, so, uh, to I'm be not, clear, we are not saying she was in the right, she was justified. No, we just, in no just way she, yeah. she was in the right, but in, in terms of how her relationship with the Viltrumites and how she was raised, she is... Um, I can't think of another word, but she, she she's a victim of how the Viltrumites raised her. She That's her... She's she socially thinks, programmed. Yes, she's programmed, she's brainwashed to think her only purpose is to spread sort of the the Viltrumite race and make sure the Viltrumite race is the dominant race in the entire universe. Um, and she was driven to do that um, because the, the reason she did it, by the way, basically is the Viltrumites come to Earth and they're meant to mate with humans to spread the Viltrum Empire. She refuses to mate with a human, and she wants to mate with a Viltrumite, which is why she does that to Mark. And um, how do other Viltrumites feel about that? By the way, so it's not really explored because they, the other Viltrumites, are sort of still okay with her, but a lot of the old other Viltrumites do end up getting in relationships with humans. And then maybe going down a similar route to Omni Man, but that's all I'll say about that because that's big, big spoiler territory. Okay, all right. <laughs> um, but I think it is important. I think it is necessary because stuff like this, you know, obviously does happen in real life, and yeah, um, the way Mark deals with it, the way Eve helps him deal with it. I think is really important and it's not like anything I've seen in any other sort of um, form of any other piece of entertainment that I've seen really the way the way it deals with it it's it's a subject matter that doesn't get dealed dealt with enough enough um, yeah you know male or, or female and sort of the what happens after and it's not just sort of 
it gets over and done with in the next issue. It's something that carries on over gradually over like the next, you know, 10, 20 issues. Um, so it's not pornographic in nature. Not it's in any way. A voice. Yeah, it's to bring a voice to to men who who are sexually assaulted. Yes. And, yes. Yeah, okay. Um, and I think that's really important. And I think, um, I know we've discussed before, just when we've just been chatting, me and you, how they do that scene in the show, like how much do they show or whatever, and. Because in the comic, it's and we're not going to show that here. Mm. But in the comic, it's very graphic. If um, if people want to find this comic for themselves and read it and make their own minds up, it's uh, I think it's issue one hundred and ten. So it's in sort of the final third of sort of the whole story, um, and yeah. So that that's there if you want to look it up for yourselves, but um. If there's how much they show of it in the in, in the actual TV show, they 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 can go like two ways with it. I know, I know one one could be to sh- maybe show her force him to the ground, and then it cuts to black and it shows him dealing with the how it you know affects mm-hmm. him afterwards. But yeah, because people people will know what's happening, won't they? Yeah. Like you don't need yeah. to show much of it to get across what has happened. And I don't I, think you need to see that. No, you don't. And it's not something people want to see either. You can imply that it's happened, but yeah, it's not so it's not something that you should be showing a lot of. Because, you know, it will bring up traumatic stuff for some people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and I mean in these situations, right, it's it's hard for for men especially in the cultures and society and the world to just be open and honest about your emotions and thoughts so men already don't convey our feelings anyway like the one joke from across the spider verse like miles said to his dad but additionally imagine you know the most powerful superhero on the earth because that's what mark is right when omni-man's gone mark is the most powerful on Mm -hmm. the earth or is it or is it adam eve um it's 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 mark first i'd say eve probably second okay so like you have mark so for the most powerful being on the earth to be taken advantage of um we really shouldn't and i want to talk to men here we really shouldn't be advocating sexual assault and rape especially in a pornographic light i mean not to go off on a tangent but you ever see those stories of like teachers like you know messing around with students Mm -hmm. You go to the Instagram comments. What is everybody saying? I wish it was me. He's looking. Where were these real. teachers I when I was me. in school? We shouldn't be. This is the only time I'm going to swear on this. You know, on this episode, uh, we shouldn't be fucking saying that. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like, because when you are framing that whole situation in your head, it's with consent. You're thinking, oh, this would be cool if if it was me. Well, yeah, because you're you're consenting to it. You feel me? But what happens in real life is not that what happens in real life is horrifying. And I really, I really hope the show does not make it pornographic, man. Mm-hmm. It would just be a bitter taste. Like just address the fact that this happened. And if Mark Grayson can get over that and a positive outweigh outlook, the, the best superhero in the world, right? If he can get over that, then I would like to think the show did some good. And by giving men, a hug saying it's okay and helping them get on getting over it the same way Mark has. But additionally, I don't want to be clear here. Um, this is not a way to say, well, it happens to men too, right? Cause every time a woman comes up and says, Hey, this happened to me, that happened to me. Somebody always says it happened to men too. What always happens to men too. This is not the oppression politics. This is not the, excuse me. This is not the oppression Olympics, right? Nobody is trying to deny experiences. We're just saying, let's stop making rape glamorize. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's too much to ask. Yeah. And the comic doesn't glamorize it at all. It does show the, the extreme torment it takes out on the person. And I'm I'm confident that the show is going to gonna do it in the right way. Like, Kirkman knows what he's doing. Um, so- he's... 
he's a good writer. He's a very clever person. So I'm confident that it'll be done in good. I don't want to say good taste, but you know, do you know what I'm, you know what I mean? Yeah, it won't yeah. be distasteful. Let's It'll say. be respectful. Yes. Yeah. Did you see that Adam Eve special on uh HBO, yes. or not HBO but uh, Amazon? Uh, Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. I loved What'd you it. Think? I absolutely loved it. Um, it was it was quite different from the comics. Um, I thought maybe they'd explore a bit of Rex's origin as well because the two are intertwined a little bit. Um, but I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was really really good, and it. Um, you know, it, it, the, in the comics, her backstory is a bit messed up, and the show. Tell, tell the people. Tell the people if they don't know. It's well, for the most part, the way she gets her powers is like the same as the show, but she gets swapped as a child. Um, so her parents aren't her real parents, um, and you know she screams to them. You know she, like, something about being happy to oh she wishes before she finds out she's adopted she's like oh, i wish i was adopted and shit like that oh um, yeah um and then she got her wish <laughs> yeah i think that's what she says something like that but um it sort of it, it was it's a nice little um what's the word appetizer to sort of get us ready for season two a little something you know like Carday a few years ago he dropped a four song EP whilst people were waiting for his album something like a nice little treat like that okay um and if people didn't like Atom Heath from season one I don't see why he wouldn't I thought she was brilliant it gets you rooting for Atom Eve because you see what she goes through you, you've seen how messed up Mark's life is at the end of season one and then in one episode, you see this series of events in Eve's life, which make which makes you think, oh, she's just as effed up as him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I uh, I liked seeing the Lizard League in it as well because, you know, this is your proper cheesy villain, mm-hmm. you know, group like pro, you know proper typical comic book villains and I thought it was good to see them actually doing something um, and it, it's just good to see more of Eve and get her character fleshed out more which mm-hmm. I think maybe maybe is a bit needed um, even though uh, you know I've I probably because I've read the comics I like her more than people who just watch a show possibly um mm-hmm. But I think, yeah, I think it was really important to flesh her character out and really get people behind her. So I thought it, was, okay. it did that job perfectly. Season two, man, I can't wait. I can't, I can't wait. November man, 3rd, November 3rd. The fall, bro, the fall, there's so much good stuff coming out in the fall. And another thing that's coming out in the fall very soon is... Da, 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 da. Spider-Man 2. Bro, I, I, I just love how they put a play on it because in Spider-Man 2, you get to play as two Spider-Men. Like, you just can't... <laughs> like, you just can't... Like, how, how do we beat the first game? Let's make a Spider-Man with two Spider-Men game. Like, you know, a Spider-Man game with two Spider-Men. Mm-hmm. And, you know... But, you know, and we've talked a lot about, you know, Spider-Man theories, blah, 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 like who Venom could be. But, you know, today we want to be a bit more serious about it. So there's reports today saying that Marvel Spider-Man 2, it's unclear if it is a worldwide delay or if it's just a delay overseas. But because of the the, the international market, specifically China, the Middle East, uh, a lot of Asian uh, countries, Russia, um, it's pretty clear that it is no bueno to be gay over there. Being gay is not okay in those areas. China has now shut down the last LGBTQ uh, center in Beijing um, because of that, you know, this rise, this rising kind of, I feel like it's almost like an answer to like Western nations, like, cause they support it. So I feel like a lot of these nations are just like answering that call by saying no, but that's neither here or there um, because of potential we don't even know but potential lgbtq representation 
maybe story arcs, but every time we're even promised a story arc that is LGBTQ related, specifically Thor, Love and Thunder, it doesn't even happen, right? Mm -hmm. But even that representation is enough to warrant that Insomniac Games might delay Marvel's Spider-Man 2 just so that they can remove that. Yeah, and I think I think it's important as well to note that this isn't a slight on the developers. It's the st the studios of uh, if they don't release the game in those areas, they're not going to make any money. And obviously, that's a big thing for the you know yeah. the executives. So there's nothing that can be done by the developers about it. So people, if people are having a go at them on the internet, don't. Like, unless somebody at Insomniac Games himself or herself is like, I hate gay people, then sure. Mm. But, like, yeah. Yeah. I doubt that. Um, listen, man, here's my thoughts. This, I'm going to sound like a Donald Trumper here. This is an American product. Mm -hmm. If you don't like it, you don't get it. Mm -hmm. So there's no reason why America needs to cater to Saudi, to China to any of them like with all due respect then you miss out on the spider-man experience if you if you hate the rainbow so much if you hate gay people so much that it's gonna prevent spider-man from entertaining you on the big screen or, or in the depending on the tv you're playing on you get what i'm saying if you hate gay people that much to where you're gonna bring that into spider-man then with all due respect you don't deserve to play that game <laughs> because you don't even understand the core values of the character yeah exactly like you, you don't even you don't even understand what the character is about with great power comes great responsibility if you can do good things for others you have a moral obligation to do it are you honestly telling me that these are the morals of spider-man and that's not up to that like maybe it's insomniac's fault i don't know if i had to bet it's absolutely not because in spider-man ps4 and in miles morales the lgbtq center was in the game yes yeah. the flag was in the game so if this is happening, this is unfortunately them trying to put food on the table. And they know that. Like Countries, and this is my hot take, maybe to get political here. Countries and societies know that LGBTQ representation is never going to get the same numbers as, say, racial issues or gender issues. They know that. So because of that, because obviously through numerics, through population, gay people are a minority, right? LGBTQ is a minority, you can afford to screw them over because there's just not enough of them. Hmm. And mm -hmm. so they will continue to do that versus with racism, with classism, with there's numbers, there's a numbers aspect, right? You have to cater, you have to be respectful. Unfortunately, you don't have to do that here because I, I mean, I don't know how many, how much LGBTQ people are on the planet because a lot of them hide. Yeah. They, because mm -hmm. of the societies that they're in. Yeah, you, you feel me? So it's like, it, it pisses me off because you're really gonna, your homophobia is really going to cost everybody else the game. I can't play the game that I already done pre-ordered. You already done pre-ordered. I can't play the game because some other fucking family in Saudi Arabia, sorry for swearing, but some family in Saudi Arabia hates gay people. So they're going to prevent me from playing it. They're going to force Insomniac Games to cater to their culture. Are you kidding me? Are you are you it's not even like it's a huge integral part of the story either, is it? It's just like a no a, a small a really small part. Like Gay people they, they have no right to complain even if it even if it was a big part, but it's ridiculous. Gay people exist. Gay mm. people exist. And because they said they listed Saudi. They listed Pakistan, they listed Bangladesh, and they listed Middle East. So I feel comfortable addressing the Muslim world. Does that make sense here? Because they yeah. met, they named them, right? So I'm going to address this, bro. You want to be Muslim? You want to pray five times a day? You want to believe in all that? That's fine. Nobody is preventing you from doing that, okay? Unless you live in India and Narendra Modi is going to be, you know, all up in your ass about it. You can practice Islam and you can be chill, right? You, we, we don't got a show. It was an average show. It was a mid show, but we don't got a show, Miss Marvel, that talked about like Muslims. And I'm, I'm truly not trying to dunk on the show, but it really was National Geographic of Pakistan. There's no reason why Kamala Khan had to go to Pakistan for that character arc. I'm sorry. It was literally just, let's introduce people to Pakistan, which, you know, I, I appreciate. And also check out that um, furniture I, I got for my cat. 
so oh, she gets cool. to tune in on the show as well. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> get a mic no. over there. Yeah, I mean, hey man, I, mean, I have a mic. I bought another mic, so you know, we we can make it happen. You know, but like we get <laughs> the invincible, you know, you know, we can have a third. You know, anyway, but. I really it, it frustrates me that religious people continue to impose their restrictions onto other people. Being a Muslim means you gotta be a Muslim, man. Not everybody on the planet is a Muslim. Mm -hmm. And not everybody is homophobic. And I want to be clear here: Islam is homophobic. By definition, it's homophobic. In the Quran, it says it's haram to be gay. It's punishable by death to be homosexual. And I'm not even trying to be Islamophobic here when majority of the Muslims that I know and you know, and you go on the internet, Twitter, they will use homophobia as a badge. They, they're like, yeah, we love it. We are homophobic. Hmm. You feel me? Now, I'm not saying every Muslim's like that. Obviously, I'm not, right? But I would be lying if I said that religion is the end-all be-all in my life. We both know it's not. I'm more cultural with it. So I don't care that much. But there is an undeniable trend with the more religiosity you have regardless of religion the more bigotry you have mm -hmm. because by nature religion is a buy-in system you want to be a part of the religion there's certain sets of codes you got to buy into okay and this is one of them for a lot of muslims it is we don't want this here. And we can go into a deep philosophical debate about do other countries have the right to dictate their own societies and laws? I would argue, sure, but that doesn't change the fact that the actions that you make are inhumane. Like, you might have the right to do that. It's still wrong, but sure, I, I, that's beside the point. What I'm saying is when you have people who are Spider-Man fans who read the comics, Spider-Man has had gay characters since the 60s. This is not a new thing, right? For that representation to be in the game is not a big deal. That That's a part of the mythos. That's a part of the mythos. For people to cost, because keep in mind, a lot of people don't understand, Insomniac is not going to be paid to remove that from the game. You feel me? You're going to have people in the office crunching because some idiot who reads Quran all day is scared that somebody said the word gay in a video game. That's ridiculous. Go pray more. Like, I'm ridiculous. Like, I'm going to lose my mind, bro. I am tired of religious people costing everybody else because you have a certain set of beliefs. It's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. I'm not even fucking gay, dude. I'm not trans. I, oh, and I don't mean that in disrespect. I'm not trying to be disrespect. But it's just common ethics, bro. It's common discipline. When I was in America and I was Muslim and I'm brown, I knew what it was like to be othered. I knew what it was like to be treated subhuman, to feel like you don't belong. Why the hell would I do that to other people? And so many Muslims in this country, in the UK, in South America, wherever you go, have that same experience. And they still do that to people in the gay community for no other reason, because they say it's haram and they don't fucking think for themselves. I'm sick of this shit. And I'm sorry for screaming and yelling, bro. I'm sorry. No, I'm not trying to get fine. shadow banned on, 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 on YouTube, bro. I'm sorry. Maybe we can... Edit, edit that you know like like it's ridiculous you don't need to be gay you don't need to be part of the community to understand that fuck shit is wrong mm -hmm. this is yeah. wrong bro you have people who have literally killed themselves trigger warning have literally killed themselves because they don't got the representation i know what somebody's going to say i'm going to address this right now Keep it away from the kids. Keep it away from the kids. I agree that sexual material should not be in front of children. And by sexual material, I'm talking pornographic. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. And you know what? Gay people agree with you too. Nobody's trying to have porn in front of their kids. You're going to have people like the, you're going to have people like here, like in the rally saying, we're coming for your kids. There's always a bunch of psychos in every group. I know what that's like. Have we all forgotten 9-11 and Al-Qaeda? I know what it's like to have psychos in your group, bro. That doesn't mean everybody is the same. Just because you got some pedos who happen to be gay doesn't mean the whole gay people are, are pedos. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Just because there might be one person who says, oh, I'm a woman when they're really not, just to get into the locker room or whatever, doesn't mean everybody's like that. Come on, man. What are we doing here? 
What are we doing here? What conversations are we having? Where is the intellectual academic honesty? Where is the data? Where is the statistics? There ain't none of that. There ain't none of that. And then when mm -hmm. we're talking about haram, this haram, that, what's the number one, and I know this because I actually wrote a paper about it in grad school. What is the number one searched pornographic type in the Muslim world? Everybody says it's banned. It's not banned. You can get tour. You can get over that. What is the number one sexual uh, pornographic uh, category in the Muslim world? Take a guess. You'll know it. Take a guess. Uh, is it lesbian? Yes. It is gay porn, specifically lesbian, or it's poppy porn, where it's like fucking your uh, uh, sister-in-law or, mm. or porn. Like, it's a lot of that. Um, but gay is number one. So you're going to go on a platform like this, a podcast, and go like, oh, this is halal, this is halal, oh, you know, all of this stuff, haram, haram. And then you're going to go on control shift N on incognito mode <laughs> and see and see Tiana Trump get out, get it on with Angela White. Don't ask me why I know those names. You're really going <laughs> to do that? Like, are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And because of your beliefs, you're going to cost everybody else playing this game for no other reason, just so somebody can't come to you and go like, well, are you even a Muslim? I get that comment all the time. And I know somebody's going to watch this right now and they're going to say, are you even Muslim? How can you say that as a Muslim? Motherfucker, I can say it because I'm a grown man. I can say whatever the fuck I want. I don't come out here advocating my beliefs on other people all the only thing i say is treat people with kindness and respect and you cannot be a spider-man fan if you don't want this in the game you it doesn't work now i am not saying oh i'm trying to have a bang bro scene with spider-man and harry osborne and blah blah nobody wants that nobody is saying that dude but if somebody is gay and they feel uh, you know like people who are born gay are already fucked. Let's just keep it real. Society doesn't like them. They have to go to spaces where they feel safe. That is a benefit that me and you do not have to or think about. You get what I'm saying? Gay people have to be careful about where they step because some motherfucker might kill them. That's the facts. And then you have people out here in America who look at the, you know, individuals who are talking about we're going to take your kids so you can take your kids knowing that that's not the majority knowing that that's not the reality knowing that that's not even what the movement stands for they know that and they're still going to share it and they they're going to be like oh this is why they're trying to take the kids they're trying to take the kids you know they're not you're just trying to fit in with your conservative family so you don't get kicked out that's what it is and I, I'm, i've been screaming about this I'm sorry. I'm gonna like calm down now. That's fine. That was it was an important thing to address. But I mean, it's 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 ridiculous, dude. It's at mm -hmm. the Invincibles. We're a safe space for everybody. If you're gonna come to our podcast with some religious fervor, get the fuck out. That's all I have to say about that. Gay people have a right to exist. Gay people have a right to have representation without everybody coming at them like that. Nobody mm -hmm. wants pornographic or sexual content in front of children, which is not what is happening here. And this is another thing we need to address. When we're talking about the LGBTQ community, too many people conflate them with sexual perversion and crimes. And the last person who called out actual sexual perverts and crimes was Sinead O'Connor and what happened to her? Rest in peace. She was... Rest in peace, yes. Yeah, it's it's absolutely tragic. And she she was an icon and she spoke up for the people who needed it. You have people get molested and high i'm not trying to like come at like all religion here but with power comes corruption with power comes privilege you have a lot of these religious motherfuckers in rooms alone with their children are you telling me that none of them are perverts come on what are we doing here mm. come on oh i'm gonna teach your ch children about god all day for eight hours really 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 Maybe it happens, but there's too many perverts out there. And I'm not saying every religious person's like that. And that's not even what the podcast is about. But it is ridiculous that this game might potentially get banned because people are trying to impose their beliefs on everybody else. Having other people who exist in a different lifestyle from you is not imposing their beliefs on you. It is just educating you that your world is not the only world there is. Mm. Like the, the the beautiful thing about the human race, about um 
being a person on this planet is that no no one's the same, everyone's different, and that's fine. Like that's completely fine that you're not the same as the next person. That's what makes life special. Bro, like the reason why I feel so strongly about it is because I know what it's like to have everybody turn around and look at you when it comes to a minority issue in class. Every time it's 9-11, everybody turns around looking at me as if I'm supposed to be the fucking knowledge of 9-11 at fucking 12 years old. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I know what it's like to be othered for who you are. Why would I do that to somebody else? I got to be dense, bro. Mm -hmm. I got to be a certain, like, I got to be so callous and so just missing the point. I don't even have a word for it, but... You just got to be so dense to do the same thing to others while you complain about other people doing that to you. I'm not doing that. I am not doing that. Now, I want to address this. There's going to be people who are very calm or very, you know, peaceful, collected in society. They don't cause problems. And they're going to say it's against my religious belief. I don't support this lifestyle. It's against my religious belief, but I have no problem with that. Honestly, and I'm going to ask you too, I don't know the best way to address that. I would argue even in a nice way saying I don't believe in your right to exist is still offensive. Mm-hmm. as nice as you put it you can only say fuck you and like you can only say that as nice as you can you know yeah that's that's still a fuck you mm-hmm. so like you know like to the, i don't know how to address that i really don't know how to address that i guess look at trying to solve problems not a, you know so if nobody's causing a problem with it maybe just try to educate them i don't know how to address that but what i do know how to address is the idiots who are openly homophobic, who do not care, and yet they're searching, you know, Tiana, Trump, Angela, you know, White, you know what I'm saying? Like um Sarah J on on on, on Red Tube. Mm-hmm. They're the same, they're the same people. Mm-hmm. Bro, this one, this is the last thing I'm gonna say. This is the last thing I'm gonna say. I had a I had a huge uh argument because somebody was telling me that the 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 masjid that they go to, the mosque that they go to, they were talking about how there's like this growing rhetoric and movement in America specifically as I see it like on Piers Morgan in the UK as well, where they're quote unquote trying to turn everybody gay and there's like this gay agenda, right? And the the way the the people in that mosque talked about gay people verbatim, they said they live like animals. Okay? That's what they said. Mm -hmm. Now, when I am talking to this individual, right? The person who told me this, I am literally outnumbered. It's literally like four to one. I'm the only person there who's saying what I'm saying. Okay. And I am saying we can all agree that the language used in describing gay lifestyle is not friendly. That's wrong. You can't address that. When people said Muslims are backwards for kissing the ground, we got offended. You feel me? Our asses Mm -hmm. are in the air. We got offended. You know, when we do like such the people are saying, oh, their ass are in the air. You know, we got offended, rightfully so. Because you shouldn't be trying to spread hate. And and that's another thing. People who say, oh, I'm just trying to be religious. Oh, I just don't believe in that lifestyle. Motherfucker, you know you don't like them anyway. You know you don't like them anyway. Just admit it. And then we can move on. But don't hide behind religion, man. Like grow a pair of balls. Just Just say you don't like it. Just say that. Oh, you know, I'm a religious person. I want to follow my religion, but you still smoke weed. You feel me? You mm-hmm. still gamble. You feel me? Because gambling is, is is haram. Um, what's another thing? Drink. You still drink. What's another thing people, you know, from my world do all the time? Cheat. Cheating is haram. You can get public lashings for cheating. People don't know that. Nobody that doesn't happen though. Only, you know. There's a lot that's wrong that nobody addresses. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like what I'm doing right now, swearing, that's haram. I really shouldn't be swearing. That, that's haram. It's a sin, whatever. There's a lot of stuff, but people only want to be religious when it comes to gay issues and when it comes to women issues. And I am tired of that shit over and over and over. You want to be super religious? Be consistent with it. Mm-hmm. That way, if you're going to be a dumb fuck, at least you are a consistent dumb fuck. Don't be, don't be, don't be, you know, a chameleon dumb fuck you get what i'm saying mm. don't like don't be fake um i don't even know where i was going with that man i don't even know where i was going with that man 
It just, and, it pisses me off, bro. It pisses me off. It's not right. It's not what Uncle Ben would be about. It's not what Peter Parker is about. It's not what Miles Morales is about. In fact, Miles Morales got his new hoodie suit. Um, You saw it on threads where I was like, can we please yes. have that suit? He sure. got that from a gay kid. A gay kid was getting bullied at Brooklyn Visions Academy. So Miles helped him out as Spider-Man and his suit was already ripped up. So he was like, hey, can you make me a suit? Because you're big into fashion. And mm-hmm. his new suit was made from that. So oh, the cool. values that a lot of you homophobic Spider-Man fans are saying that, oh, W, W, you know, Insomniac, W them for pushing the game back just to remove it, which we don't even know is happening. I don't know if that's happening. It's a rumor, but I just wanted to address it. Mm-hmm. You don't even understand the character of Spider-Man. Man. You just don't understand. And people have a right to be able to look at their representation on the screen and feel some connection. You have that right. As trash as Miss Marvel was, bro, you saw how excited I was. Yeah. Cause because it was it was cool to see my culture. It's cool to see people who look like me. It's cool to see my language, my food in a show. And I feel like, oh dang, that's like like I can't describe it to you, bro. I can't describe like it's just cool to see other people see your life. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna deny that to other people, bro. And again, I want to be clear, nobody is advocating pornographic content to children, no matter if it's gay or straight or whatever. Nobody is advocating for the sexual content or exploitation, excuse me, exploitation of children, right? I spice is straight, right? Last time I checked, I spice is straight or, or yeah, she's straight. Maybe, so. maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, she's straight. She had a 16 year old in her music video twerking. where's where where is that where is that where is everybody saying haram 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 where is that (coughs) excuse me where are the religious motherfuckers saying oh you know jesus wouldn't have done that oh that's haram oh krishna this that where are the motherfuckers who are saying oh that's wrong you shouldn't have a 16 year old twerking in your music video but if she was gay Oh, no, that's not okay. Oh, no, we got to ban the game. Oh, no, we can't have Lightyear in the theaters. But it's okay to have a fucking 16-year-old twerk in a music video. I'm tapped out. I'm tapped out. I can't do this. Injustice makes me so fucking angry, dude. Mm-hmm. I can't. I, I'm, I'm, I'm done. Do you want to end I, it there? Or do you want to... Should we try and put a positive end... Let's do a positive end. <laughs> um, do a positive end. I, f- I found this in case we needed a, a feel-good Invincibles ending. Let's do it. These seven questions will determine if you're most like Tom, Toby, or Andrew Spider-Man. Oh, okay, <laughs> let's do it, man. Let's uh, do it. We'll do yours. I think I think you need a, a bit of positive energy at this current moment. Right. So let's we'll, do uh, it, man. This, this is Zan's is Zan most like Toby, Tom, or Andrew? Okay. How far would you go to save a stranger? The options are not far, a a few feet, I would weigh my options, as far as I am allowed, only if no one else gets hurt, or to the ends of the earth. To the ends of the earth. Okay. Question two. Pick a Spider-Man villain. Mysterio, Green Goblin, Lizard, Electro, Doc Ock, or J. Jonah Jameson? Read that again? Like the villains? Mysterio, Green Goblin, Lizard, Electro, Doc Ock, or J. Jonah Jameson? Jonah. Ooh, okay. I thought you were going to say Goblin. Because he he talks a lot of crazy shit in the media and just lies and lies. I don't like that. True. Uh, pick an alternative Spider-Man. Spider-Gwen, Spider-Pig, as in the Simpsons one, not Spider-Ham, mm-hmm. Night Monkey, <laughs> Penny Parker, Symbiote Spider-Man, or Miles Morales. I feel like right now I should be saying symbiote. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with symbiote, bro. I'm going symbiote. Let's do it. The, the Venom symbiote's all up in me right now, bro. 
Next question. Oh, this is a good one. Oh, maybe not a good one, but it's an interesting one. What sparks your origin story? The death of a loved one, witnessing a crime, attempting to fix a mistake, a traumatic childhood memory, being an outcast, or getting bit by an animal. Read that again. Those are some really good ones. Um, the death of a loved one. Okay. Witnessing a crime. Okay. Attempting right. to fix a mistake. No. A traumatic childhood memory. Maybe. Being an outcast or getting bit Maybe. by an animal. Okay, so it's a toss-up between traumatic memory and being an outcast. Um... Because I feel like both kind of shape me, but um, I'm going to go with traumatic memory. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Next question. <laughs> uh, so you've got six song options here. Uh, Pursuit of Happiness by Kid Cudi. Okay. Umbrella by Rihanna. Okay. Sunflower by Post Malone and Sway Lee. Hmm. Left Hand Free by Alt-J, and The Underdog by Spoon. Which one of those would get you moving like Toby in Spider-Man 3? <laughs> Umbrella by Rihanna. Yes. Okay. Oh, what a tune that is. Yeah, it's so good. Um, I think we've got two left. Which Spider-Man power would you not want to live without? So which Spider-Man power could you not live without? Spidey Sense? Okay. Super strength, super speed. He doesn't exactly have super speed, but he's he's rapid. Yeah. Enhanced healing, wall climbing, or spider webs. I feel like spider webs is a tricky one because you need super strength to use that. Yes, yes, that's a good good point. Um, I'm gonna go with wall crawling. It's it's between wall crawling and super strength for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with wall crawling. Because I want to get over my fear of heights. Yes. Okay, one question left. Uh, the final right. question is... Um, <laughs> pick a Spider-Man meme. So, six options are... The two Spider-Man pointing. Okay. And the Mary Jane defending one. Well, Mary Jane's like, you know, turning around shouting. Uh, sexy Green Goblin, so the shot of Green Goblin's ass in the first Spider-Man. Okay. Um, pondering Spider-Man, so Miles and Peter B. Parker, you know, thinking like that. Mm -hmm. uh, sad Peter Parker, so Toby doing his very ugly crying face after Uncle Ben dies. Yeah, but what about this one? That one's not an option. What? The other, the final option is the WTF Spider-Man from the end of Far From Home. I'm going to go... Was it the Toby crying one or the Toby screaming one? Toby crying. I'm going to go with Toby crying. Okay. You are most like... Can we get a drum roll? Tom Holland Spider-Man. <laughs> really? I'm t I mean I'm not I'm not mad at that but why what, what what does it say It says you are cheeky charming and just a little bit mischievous at times you can be a tad naive but that's only because you try to see the best in everyone and assume everyone is as pure-hearted as you are well, I I won't be as arrogant as to say I'm pure-hearted but thank you I appreciate <laughs> that I appreciate Thank you Buzzfeed Thank you yeah and uh I mean, I feel like Tom kind of was losing his shit on the, the way home, kind of getting more angry and angry. I feel like that was the this episode, but it's just because at the end of the day, I love people, man. Mm -hmm. I love people, bro. Like, it, it's not right that kids get bullied for their weight. It's not right people are killed for their sexual orientation. It's not right that people can't worship because, you know, 9-11. It's, it's not right that racism happens. It's it's not right that writers can't get, you know, jobs and live in the middle class like they used to. Like, it's not right, man. I just, I just need to find a better way to, to harness my frustration, I guess. But at the end of the day, it's about loving people. It's about caring people. And, mm -hmm. you know, when I was a kid and I was getting bullied and I was called Osama every day, the, 
I'm not going to lie. I was in a very dark place. And I remember Uncle Ben, because the story of Spider-Man is not Peter Parker being perfect. The story of Spider-Man is Peter Parker trying to reach the character of Uncle Ben. The story of Peter Parker is about trying. That's where you that that's how I interpret the character of Spider-Man. Is you see, he's trying to be Uncle Ben, who was the perfect human being, the most kind human being. And I remember Uncle Ben saying, you know, these are the years, and in Spider-Man One, these are the years that you you know you're transforming into what you will be for the rest of your life, and be careful who you turn into. And I want to live in a world and a society where where everybody matters. I, I don't I don't think that's too much to ask. No. Absolutely. But uh but before we get off, man, who are you? Which Spider-Man are you? Oh, sh- should I take the test? Yeah, yeah, just do it. Take take the test. Okay. So uh, I'm Tom. I'll run through this quickly here. How how far would I go to save a stranger? Um I'd I'd go to the ends of the earth if I had superpowers. Um Pick a Spider-Man villain. I'm gonna go with Green Goblin. Okay. You know, big part of my childhood. Pick an alternative Spider-Man. It's gotta be Spider-Pig from The Simpsons. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, that is just iconic. Spider-Pig. Spider-Pig does whatever a Spider-Pig does. What's it? What's it? What does he say? Can he swing from a web? No, he can't. He's a big. Um, what sparks my origin story? Oh, I was terrified. I was terrified of dogs as a kid, so I'm gonna go with getting bit by an animal. Which song gets me moving, like Toby? Uh, I, I'm gonna go with "Umbrella" by Rihanna as well. Uh, which spider power can I not live without? Super strength. Pick a spidey seconds. meme. Sexy green goblin. I got Toby Maguire Spider-Man. I'm introverted, old soul who can get a bit closed off, but only because I don't let many people in. Before you're a, you get a bad rep as a not so friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, it's only because you care so much and you don't want to see anyone you love coming harm's way. Perfect. So I'm Tom. You're Toby. Yes. I said I was in today. That's the end of this episode. Thank you very much for tuning in. Take care, everybody, and we will see you guys next week. Oh, 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 o